Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You all right, Bob? All right, Andy. I see you've done your lucky sigh again. Yeah, it's working yeah. out really well. Yeah, well, I've, I still find it rude like a child. It, it's it's not meant to be aimed at you at all. It's just a thing that I do. It's it's almost like a breathing exercise. It's kind of like a yoga sort of yeah. thing. And it gets me in the place that I need to be yeah. spiritually, emotionally, harmonically. Harmonically works, Before yeah. we start this. And yeah. now that I've done it... It, I feel good to go. Well, I, I'm glad it works for you, you know, but you will appreciate it could be misunderstood as a sign. I don't see how it could. Couldn't care now less. that I've explained what it is, I don't see how you could misinterpret it. Oh, well, say there was a vicar or something like that. Right. You're doing your wedding vows. Yeah. And he goes, do you take this lovely woman to be your wife? <sighs> well, it's not, it's not what I do. I don't, would, I don't yeah, no, stop. No, but I go, wouldn't... It's more like a... <sighs> Yeah, I exaggerate. It's a resigned, don't want to be here sort it's of thing. It's an ex- and if exhalation vic- of breath, that's all it is. No, you said it was for good luck. I mean, I don't want to carp on about this for, forever, but there's a time and a place, isn't there? It's partly good luck, partly verbal yoga. Okay, well, I'll, call, I'll call it verbal yoga. If you were looking at yourself in a, nude in a full-length mirror, I'd accept it, that that's the kind of exclamation that would be made. Oh, well, but when mm. we're meant to be having a rapport? I don't know. <laughs> anyway... I'll kick off and say that today we've got the wife's questions. They're coming up. Yep. A um, little bit more chat about the bean rounder from this side of things. A oh. um, little bit, bit of chat about Sunderland weddings. Um, yes, no, footballer. Guess the footballer. I hope you'll play that with me. I'd love to. Um, and I've got a footballer that I've met story. Cool. How about you? Just usual stuff. Okay, so it's question. I'm not going to tell you. All right, yeah, but let's. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Let's call me predictor, and let's. Uh, I bet you ask me some questions that involve me abusing me servants, stroke non-existent staff. If I've been asked just quest- a shot in the dark. If I've been asked questions by the public in the last week, just in random places like the supermarket, the cash machine, the petrol station, the woods, about you and the way you treat your servants, then it's my duty to pass them on. What are you doing in the woods? Never mind what I'm doing in the woods. You don't want to talk about that. But it's a very big day today, Andy. It is. Isn't it just one of the best days of it's the year? It's someone's special day today. For me, it's third best day of the year, Pancake Day. Yeah. Second best day, St. Swithin's Day. Oh, yeah. Best day of the year is Steve, Steve McLaren's, McLaren's birthday. birthday. It's his 55th. He's 55, is he? So he's almost just eight years younger than you now. Yeah. that's Catching th- up. <laughs> that's 30 years of retail experience in carpeting. Does he get some kind of like golden clock or something for that? No, he'll get a from golden. The, he'll get a golden sample from the Carpet Fitters Union. But what's he doing? What's he up to? What's he up to on his birthday? This is the vision that came into my mind. I'm thinking of um, a hot tin dot dog, yeah, mm. sausage, bubbling away in the pan. Mm-hmm. Just the one. 
just the one, Andy, yeah. Got no. to watch your waistline. Just, just the one. He's just taking it out and he's just draining a bit on some kitchen towel. Oh, I. He's, he's, he's uh, topless, yeah, nice pair of blue slacks. Yeah. And he just takes the hot dog throw on the kitchen paper through the big lass. <laughs> who's watching, what is it, the, the chase? Is that what's on now? And they're going to watch that for the birthday. Is it celebrity chase or just standard? I don't know, because I'm here with you. Desperately hoping I'm going to get back in time for dinner date. What do you reckon he's doing? Well, <clears throat> I think he's been alone. I think he's he's been the fat lass for the day. And I reckon he's been uh, he's been out down his local calf this morning and mm. he's had one of them gut buster big breakfasts. You know, the gut buster. What you get? Where the... you get like four sausages and like four rashes of bacon. Yeah. And 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 like loads of mushrooms. Yeah. Both kinds of tomatoes. Yeah. Plum and proper. Proper tomatoes. Proper plum tomatoes, tomatoes yeah. yeah. And uh, you know, all the stuff. You do realise two slices of toast. A plum tomato is a different type of tomato. It's not just a, t- t- a yeah, tin it's tomato. Yeah, a tin though. Yeah, it's a tin tomato. Yeah. But it's a say it is a tomato. But also a proper tomato. Yeah, fried. And four bits of fried bread. Fried bread, of course. The good buster, isn't it? How much do you pay for your bread? You go for your breakfast up the Asda, don't I you? I go up the Asda for my breakfast. How much does it cost you? It's less than a fiver. Oh, that isn't as cheap as I thought it would be. I, the last time I was in Borough, BHS. British Home Stores. They R.I.P. BHS. Yeah, they were doing a full English for one ninety nine with a cup of tea. How big was it, though? Was it oh, a good I buster? Know. I don't think it nah, didn't I think it a good buster. Been. You know what? They'd have been cutting corners. They've got as little as you can get away with there. That's, and that's why they're in the position that's they are in now. Knackered. Nothing to do with that Philip Green. No, no. Well, it was probably his idea. It to come down bre- from on high, yeah. cut back on the breakfast ingredients. Yeah. One sausage, one egg, yeah. one slice of bacon... I don't want to be associated with gut busting. Well, yeah, that's what he'd have said. But at the end of the day, it's McLaren's special day. He doesn't go for a gut buster every day. We've asked some of the. Um, I've not finished. Oh, I'm sorry. Go on. So, all right. He's had his he's gut had buster. He's had his gut buster. Yeah. Right. And then he's gone down to HMV. Yeah. And he's gone in and bought himself one of them portable record players. Right. You know, them ones that come with the lid on. Yeah. And the handle. 70 quid. Yeah. Splashed out. Because it's time to get the vinyl out again. What sort of vinyl? What's he got? Emerson, Lake and Palmer. That's it, ELP? Just oh. ELP, all the way. Well, you're wrong there. Oh, how do you know? No, well, because I, I, I do know. Don't ask me why, because it's a too long story. But he's a big Moody Blues fan. Is he? Yeah, so there's a bit of Moody Blues in there and a little bit of Abbott. Nights in White Satin. Night? Yeah, Nights in White Satin will be included. A little uh, bit of Abba. What era? The, you know, the classic era. Uh, you know, like... Imperial. Can you hear me... Then not my noises I'm Dancing making Queen, Fernando. Yeah. Sort of seventy-six to seventy-eight. Yeah. Yeah, before the rot set in with the marriages and all that. was there was there a rot with the ABBA? I don't know a great it deal. It depends about. on how much of a fan you are. I personally I don't think there was a rot. Yeah. I think it was golden from start to finish. But in terms of in terms of popularity, I think they were at their peak, Dancing Queen, yeah. Fernando, and then when they started Embrace Disco a little bit, nineteen seventy eight, seventy nine. Yeah. Take a chance on me, Summer Night City. Take a chance. Take, take chances, all right. Yeah, but they just they, Summer Night City. I'm thinking and all that, and it sort of yeah. fell away a little bit. They were kind of filibustered, knocked out of their position by by the magnificent books Fizz. To be honest with you, that's one way of looking at it. It's the wrong it, way of looking at it, but it's one way of looking at it. Was it books Fizz who had? Oh, dry your eyes, little girl. Yeah. Where do you go to dream? Land of make believe. Land of make believe. That's one of the greatest songs ever written. Yeah, and I'm watching Top of the Pops 1981 at the minute on BBC Four every week. Yeah, 
and we're just at a point now where they've done making your mind up, yeah. but they haven't got to land and make believe. Yeah. And it's almost like they're, they're, they're trying to get across a stream from one stone to another. Yeah. And the song they've got out at the minute, back in 1981, yeah. it's a very, very slippy, mossy-covered stone. Yeah. And they've almost slipped. They've Good. almost gone. Yeah. But I know with hindsight they'll get it back. Yeah. And it'll be land and make believe in a few weeks and we'll be back on track with right Brooks Right Back on track. Oh. So does your story continue about that or is that it? He's having a gut book. That's, that's it. The, that's it. Yeah. Well, we've had some other suggestions as to what he might be doing today because it's his birthday. We thought we'd make a. So we've got Simon Buckton here. He says he's sitting down with his new electric guitar, his wife got him, and he's going to learn House of the Rising Sun. Oh. Not Nights in White Saturn? No, How's the Rising Sun? I bet apparently. you bought some headphones as well so you can just plug in and get on with it Get yourself. on with it. While she gossips with the fat lass. <laughs> Phil, single Matt Suds, something like that. He reckons he'll be eating a pasty but with a knife and fork. Um, Tony, he says, a quiet birthday eating refrigerators with the missus. Ooh. It's a nice day, isn't it? Um, you got any, Andy? No, I ain't got any. Um, Ken Shabby reckons he's got June on DVD, a multi-pack of hula hoops mixed into one ball. Nice t- touch, Steve. June who? June Brown? Not June. June, the film. with Isn't Sting in it or something? Oh, that, G- Dune. Oh, Dune, yeah. Um, bit of Fanta and some Meow Meow. Oh. Um, another, Brian O says, jet washing the patio. Um and someone else here called Matty says that, um, it, well, he asks me what my favourite kind of board is, actually. What is your favourite kind There's of board, There's nothing to Bob? do with favourite type of board. Yeah. Instantly, I think to myself, the ironing board. Right. Um, well, that's, that's funny, because we had a, another tweet from GL Sync. Nothing to do with um, Steve McLaren or indeed football, but he yeah. wants a recommendation for a new iron. And he's got a budget of about fifty quid. Have fifty got... quid budget. Yeah. Well, he can get into a he can get into steam mining with that at that cost. Well, to me, fifty quid's outlandish. No, it's a, well, you get a decent iron for that. I can get a decent iron for like fifteen. You won't get a, a two-parter with a separate reservoir for the for the water. But I use a Morphe Richards. Yeah, but it's got half a liter capacity. But that's um, too much. No, it's too yeah, it's just too much. But if he's only got a budget of fifty quid. I recommend a Morphe Richard as long as he gets ceramic sole plate on it. Yeah. Yeah, so that he gets proper glide yeah. on it. And it, please, please, what was his name? GL Sync. Please, GL Sync, please get a get a tank capacity of more than 450 litres or you'll just be forever. 450 litres? <laughs> Millilitres. Or you'll be just forever. You'll be running backwards and forwards to the sink, won't you? Backwards and forwards to the bog to refill it, you know yeah. what I mean? Well, you, you, well, you could get like a, a little... Tupperware jug, couldn't you? And have it on the side, yeah, full of water. Yeah, but there's ways around these things. There is ways. It's a money-saving device, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, if you're on a budget, I mean, like you would use, you'd you'd probably like have one of those garden <laughs> sprayers with water in it. Yeah, spray it at your garments, and then use a very cheap iron, say a nine ninety nine Pifco or something. Oh no, what I use is one of them kitchen cleaner sprayers. Yeah, it's ninety nine pence from Asda. Yeah. Once I've used it up, I fill it up with water and yeah. I'll spray and it on. <laughs> <laughs> I said yeah. I saw it correctly. Once again, and I am predictor. You something about the garden. Well, you know, I don't know whether it's a garden. It's a thing, isn't it? I don't know what you're talking about. 
Um, Watering can. No, a f- <laughs> you know what I mean, looking at me like that. Right, memory man. Yes, all right. Hello, how do you do? That's why yeah, I'm here. I'm that's the why man you're who here. remembers let's all the get, football facts. Let's get back to business. Okay. Today's memory man question. Are you ready? Yep. Do you remember the time when Trevor Brooking scored a goal for England and the ball became lodged in the stanchion? Just have a suck on your crack pipe there while you think about it. Yes. Yes, I do. Do you remember what year that was? Ooh. Yes. Yes, I do. Do you remember which country it occurred in? It was an away game. Yes, I do. There we go, ladies and gentlemen. Are you going to tell the ladies and gentlemen when it was? No, no. They've got Google for that sort of thing. Can I just give us a little update All right, on well, the ring situation? Ah, thank you. At yeah. the, um, the Panda Oriental Buffet House of Disasters in uh, Homeside in Sunderland. Go on then. For the last... Two or three weeks. We've All right, don't that... tease us out. We want to know, has well, it gone? The new listeners won't know about it. Sorry, pardon me. Jesus. New listeners won't know that there's been a ring left behind in the buffet and there's been a sign in the window. It's gone on for weeks now. I walked past this morning. The sign has gone. The ring has either been claimed or nabbed by the proprietors. Ooh. I mean, I can't see the place in my mind's eye, but what it's would, massive. What would you guess be that it's? They've said, "Oh, they've had the chance. Now we'll keep the ring." I wouldn't say that for legal reasons. Okay, is it somewhere that you go to? I've been there. Yeah, I'm happy with their sneeze guards. Well, let's say this then: if someone did get the ring and it was because of you um, making the announcement, that's a that that's a really nice thing, isn't it? It's made this entire series of podcasts worthwhile, hasn't it? It has a bit. Yeah. So Chris Evans. Because we've been striving for some kind of reason to carry on, but Chris Evans, then, all right? Yeah, Chris Evans. Would you say he's more like wacky or more bonkers? Do you know what I mean? Is he more like wacky bonkers or bonkers, or is he wacky? I'm quite surprised that you haven't offered up Zany as one of the options there. Okay. I think he was probably Zany. In his younger years, yeah. But now that the years have passed, he's a lot more experienced. Yeah, he's comfortable with what he's doing. Yeah, I'd probably say bonkers. He's bonkers. Absolutely <laughs> fucking bonkers. <laughs> Is that why you like his shows? Because like oh, anything could yeah. happen. Anything... I can't. I can't get up until Evans has been in my ears. How could morning. he have thought? How could he have even thought of that? I think he must be bonkers. Bonkers he is. Oh, that's it. Well, I'm, I'll go and cross out. Uh, I like the way you've you've argued that. I'm going to cross out Chris Evans is wacky and bonkers, and just say Chris Evans is bonkers. Right? Did you know? Here's a, here's, I'll let you in on a secret here, Andy. That in the past, on the <laughs> on one of his shows, yeah, there was a member of staff used to piss in his bath every day, just as that? a sort of revenge. No, it just because. Were you going to say revenge there? No, I think in the spirit of being bonkers. And wacky. And wacky. Yeah. Yeah. That's the kind of, like, it's banter, isn't it, really? It kind of is. It's the birth of banter. banter. Yeah. (laughs) It's good, that. So, 
Let me say this to you, coming to football. I saw this quote this morning. Football? Football, yeah. Jose Mourinho quote about Claudio Ranieri. He is almost 70 years old. He has won a Super Cup and another small trophy. He's old and he hasn't won anything yet. Was that from this morning? That was from 2008. Oh. So that's interesting. We'll just move on from that. Yeah, I think that speaks volumes about Jose Mourinho. Yeah, it does though, doesn't it? He's bonkers, isn't he? I bet weddings in Sunderland are a bit feisty. Are they feisty? Wedding receptions or wedding wedding ceremonies? No, the ceremonies, they'll be very pretendy religious serious about it but right. once the beer's flowing yeah what do they drink up there double maxim we do drink double maxim yeah and uh special brew whatever's cheap carlsberg special brew whatever you get whatever, it's price per volume of alcohol that's how i operate yeah nothing taste yeah whatever and i've spoken previously about the um the iceland up the iceland they've got eight cans for eight quid yeah what i didn't mention was that they are pint cans Wow. They're not 440s, they're not 500s, they're 568s. That's almost a barrel, not a can, isn't it? That's pretty much, and that's eight for eight quid. Wow. Well, what's it taste like, Andy? You couldn't give a shit. It's quite tinny. <laughs> well, there's a lot of tin involved, isn't there? Yeah. At that size. It does the job, though, for the functioning alcoholic. Do you want to know about when I met a footballer? Some football would be good. Some okay, football well, content would be nice. Here's yeah. a little story. Right, I'm going way back here. Yeah. Right back into the 1950s, because me and me brother, we had a um, a garden sale when we were when we were young, like ten. Like they do in America. Yeah, we put some stuff on the well, table. Seen that on Happy Days, had you? Probably that might 50s. have been our inspiration. Hey, okay. And so we put some stuff on the table, and me held to sell little pots. Whatever. Front garden, I'm guessing. Not back, back garden. garden. Back, what? Would anybody have been passing by? To... Yeah, well, they were, yeah, I live on the road. We lived on the road, Andy, with with a, with a pavement. And my brothers, my elder brothers came home, saw what we were up to and started shooting at us with an air rifle. Yeah. And I've still got the scar on my arm. Right. Where a 2-2 pellet from an air rifle hit me. I didn't really scream. It didn't really bother me, you know what I mean? So I sort of went, shock? No, I sort of went, ah, whatever, you know what? Shrugged it off. Shrugged it off. A few um, nightmares afterwards. Any, anyways up. So they'd had their fun shooting their siblings or whatever. And then, although the sale itself had finished because they destroyed all our items, yeah, um, an old fella walked around the side of the house and it was Wilf Mannion. The, the legendary Wilf Mannion. The legendary Wilf Mannion. I believe still to this day. Um, the greatest record signing. Yeah, the greatest goals to um, match ratio for, for the England team, football team. Any man called Wilf. He saw a bike there, like a little chopper sort of bike. In the and, 1950s? Or what, you know, but a, I mean, it was a little bike, a kid's bike there. Right. Um, and he said, how much is that? I can't remember what we said, but say we said £10. And he gave us the £10. That was my elder brother's bike. Yeah. So... Who won on that day? The little boy who'd been shot but just laughed it off or the older boy who lost his bike to Wolf Mannion? I think Wolf Mannion was probably the winner. <laughs> £10 was a lot of money back then. Well, mind. I'm not saying it was £10, but... You just did? I'm saying I can't read... Andy, if you'd listen, I said... Is this because you were in shock? Well, 
No, the, the whole scheme. So wasn't... you didn't laugh it off like you claimed, did you? No, I wasn't in, were shock. in shock. I was saying it was ten pounds, thinking that was probably whatever the equivalent was. Then it might have been fifty pence. But that's um, that's a footballer that I've met, the legend that is Wilf Mannion. He's dead now, is he? Yeah. I wonder what happened to the bike. Never know. It would have been in his estate, wouldn't it? Yeah. Could have got bequeathed to the <laughs> football museum. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. I need to ask, do a follow-up from last week, Andy. Christ About the Dolmio sauce that you take to yeah. the cinemas. Fair enough. There's I'm been not, a lot of interest And in I that. am not knocking it. But it inspired me last time I was in Sainsbury's to have a look at the range of Dolmio sauces, yeah? Yeah. And you said you took the red one, the lumpy one. The one with the it, vegetables in it. Yeah, yeah, it's called something like tomatoes and veg in it or something. Yeah. There's like a creamy one that was a lot more expensive. Is that the white one? I don't know. Maybe, but I noticed it was more expensive. It's a kind of a lasagna sauce, that one. Is it? Yeah. But if there was, would you buy that for, say, some a film that you were really, really anticipating, like Kung Fu Panda 4 or something like that? Would you take one of those special sauces? You know what? I don't think a film's come along yet that I think warrants <laughs> the creamy sauce. But you might think I so. I nearly got it for the last Star Wars one. Yeah. But at the last minute, I just thought, nah. Do you like Star Wars? I love Star Wars. What do you like about the goofy little animals? Or... I like all the shooting. You like the shooting? I love the shooting and the yeah. running about. I'm sure you can get shooting in other ways than going to see Star Wars films. Got some yes or no's for you, Bob. Okay, go on then. Right, Charlton Athletic, yes or no? Yes. Charlton Heston, yes or no? Yes. Heston Services on the M4? Yes, big yes. <laughs> Two out of three again. Hester is Hester. Oh, I bet it's the bet it's the motorway because I was thinking of fleet services. <laughs> it's on the M3, which is a beautiful service. You should have given it a bit more thought, shouldn't you? I got two you out just of three. Glided through those questions there, so cocky. Well, I think it's definitely time for the wife's questions. Oh God! Every week she prepares questions. The wife. She started emailing them, you know. Is she? Yeah. So I know what you're going to ask. Right, your fungalor. For the listeners who haven't heard before, I'm trying to find out about his bungalow, but he won't answer unless I call it fungalow. So anyway, first off, I've got to ask you, it's a fungalow. What is so much fun about this fungalow? Have you got like a man cave, a cinema room, pool table, a little I'm the bar? fun. You're the fun. I am the, I am the source of fun. 
Yeah, and you've decided that, yeah. Yeah. Got a load of DVDs. Yeah. Got a nice garden for like a bit of running around. Running around what running around and missing around like the dog playing, playing Tiggy. Yeah. Um jigsaws. Well have you got strobe lighting? No, no, just standard. Well, it's dimmer. I've got a dimmer switch on. Dimmer switch. No, that's fun. Yeah. Have you got mixer taps? That's fun. Mixer taps. Well, now we're talking. Have you got, you know, your shower? Yep. Is it above the bath or can you walk into no, it? No, it's above the bath, but it's a power shower. Fun, fun, fun. It's got a lot of belt in it. Does it actually have a, uh, on the gradient, on the, when you turn it up, are your, does it say fun? It doesn't, but there's numbers. And, and you, if you can apply the numbers, which is the temperature yeah. in Celsius, yes. if you can apply those numbers to your own sort of self-determined levels of fun, yeah. then you know what you're going to get. Do you know what I mean? Do you, Hot equals more fun. Do you think you get the, the fun in a shower is dictated by the powerfulness or the, by the temperature? Fun in a shower can be dictated by whatever you want it to be. Right. It's a private act. Okay. So it's a fun glow because you've got dim switches, you've got... Jigsaws. Mix it, you've got jigsaws Star Wars well. jigsaws. Yeah. Yeah. No, this, th- that would have been fun. Rocking on your heels now, aren't you? Well... I thought you were coming at us with some kind of smart-ass question there. Have I've got, knocked it back in your face. Have you got Playstations, Xboxes? I've got the Xbox One in the lounge. Yeah. And I've got an Xbox 360 in one of the bedrooms. Upstairs. Not prepared to see where it is. <laughs> well, I hope that satisfies the wife. Um, what do you have for breakfast, Andy? Do you have Frosties, because they're great, or... Like Glynith, do you have the Glynith Paltrow's Saki Bowl? The who? Glynith Paltrow's Saki Bowl. I don't have that, no. No. Do you have Frosties? I had Frosties yesterday, actually. Yeah? Do you eat them? Do you gobble them down like like the time is running out so that they don't get soggy? Or do you got it, haven't you? you it is a, worse than frost, soggy Frosties. It's a bit of a rush, isn't it? Yeah. With your, Fun, though. With your fruit and fibre. Huh? With your fruit and fibre, I don't mind it getting soft. Or alpens, that, them sort of Is that of what things. you're on now? Well, I have to because of my health, you know, what you haven't asked about for some time. Anyway, more about me. Final question. So you have Frosties? Yeah. You, you have Frosties yeah. yesterday. Do you have I a... also have Weetabix. Do you put a lot of sugar on it? Put butter on it, Bob. <laughs> you put butter on your Weetabix? Have you ever had... Wait your bits and butter. Fuck off. Have you tried it? No, I haven't. Don't knock it till you've tried it. Do you have milk? No, no. You, butter, you can have a glass of milk with it. You butter your wheat. I put butter on a wheat of bix biscuit. What and eat it like a cracker? Yeah. Blown your mind, haven't I? You have blown my mind. You know, you really have. Yeah. Who taught you that? It was my gran. Your gran used to do it. Yeah. God. Hey. <laughs> Have you got a, the mind games here? Have like? you got a musical doorbell? I've got quite a scary doorbell. All right, can you recreate it? It's a little it? bit warped. It's sort of like an ordinary doorbell, but if you'd like warp the sound a bit, is it a, like a sound effect or a ding? It's a ding dong, yeah. but it's, it goes ding dong. All like right, that can create a terrible atmosphere, can't it? It's terrifying. I don't answer the door to anybody. It's like when I watch um, uh, one of my crime ones. It's not Sinister Ministers. It's um, Happily Never After. Happily, never after it goes. Get 
gives a similar feel, you know, mm. you know, enter at your peril. Okay. Separate question from me. Just uh, what? Yeah, it's completely separate, but I'd like to get why, out. Why, why is there a fourth question being No, introduced? it's not a wife's question. It's my question. Who said you could ask questions? Do you want to hear the question? Go on, then. I'll decide if I want to answer it. All right. I've heard it. Do, have you or do you intend to launch your own aftershave? I have got no concrete plans to launch my own aftershave at this point in time. I would never rule anything out, though. <laughs> You'll just take each take project each as it yeah. comes. And you never know what's around the corner. Thank you. Or how desperate financially you, you might know, be. You've answered that beautifully. I'll hand I'll hand the agenda over to you, Andy. Well, I've got three questions as well that have been asked by um well, by the police, basically. Yeah, as if. I'm not gonna I'm not answering them if it's just nonsense, Andy. I'm perfectly willing to answer a proper question. Bob, as a millionaire with your mansion and your collection of cars with genuine leather interiors, like the ones that Chris Evans has got, but not as good. Do you make your staff wear a uniform? And if so, do you pay for their uniform cleaning expenses? I'm not a millionaire. I haven't got a mansion, and I don't have any staff to put in uniforms. But do you pay for their cleaning expenses? I don't have any staff. For the uniforms? I don't have staff, so I've no need for uniforms. Interesting. Bob, as a millionaire with your mansion, your collection of cars with genuine leather interiors that Chris Evans has thrown away, your leisure room with its jukebox, and its coin drop machines, <laughs> its what the butler saw machines, and its speak your weight machines, do you pay for your staff... To have English lessons once they arrive in the UK, after you've recruited them at Callier and strapped them to the underside of a fruit lorry that's bound for Dover. I don't have any staff. I don't recruit staff at ports. I haven't got. I, I haven't got a talkie weight machine or a jukebox. But once they're here, do you pay for them to have English lessons? I don't so have any staff, with them so properly. I don't need to have them have English lessons. Typically evasive. Bob, with your um, mansion, your millionaire's mansion, collection of cars, genuine leather interiors, leisure room, jukebox, drop machines, what the butler saw machines, speak your weight machines, your freezer that's full of frozen uranium, which you use as security no, measure yeah. to fend off takeover bids from enemy millionaires. Do you make your staff sign a gagging clause to prevent them from speaking about your annual Bob Olympic sports day? Where I you don't and, have uh, any... Where I'll, please allow me to finish the question. Where you and the other millionaire celebrities, but not Chris Evans, because he's not allowed round, congregate in your private orchard and romp in the nude for medals and candy cigarettes, the banned ones with the red tips. I don't have any uranium stocks in my house. I don't get together with other celebrities. I um, would like to stay here absolutely that I object very strongly to the suggestion that I smoke the really naughty candy cigarettes. And I can hardly box. remember the question now, but I, I think I'd better add to that, and I don't have any staff. So, 
You've refused to confirm or deny that you make your staff sign a gagging clause about the Boblympics. What's a Boblympics? Boblympics. Like the Olympics, but round at your house, Boblympics. There's no such thing, Andy. Are you finished? I'm finished for now. So, let me ask you this. Do you remember when we were talking about the Bean Rounder? The Beanie. The Bean Rounder. You call it the Bean Rounder where you're from, because it's full of potato. Yeah, so your bean rounder is sausage meat, but baked beans in the middle, sausage, then the sausage meat, meat later, then and then batter, batter, deep fried. Mine's um, beans, potato, batter, deep fried. Inferior product. Have you have you heard? Of, I saw someone mention this one called the John Bull, that's apparently from Blackburn. Did you see that? I'm not familiar with it. And there's a link on you can look at it on YouTube how they make a John Bull in Blackburn, and that is they get mince meat. He calls it savoury mince meat. They trap it between two big bits of potato, slices of potato, straight from right. the potato, hewn from it, then batter it, then drop it in. And I thought it looked delicious. Just wondered if you'd ever heard of that one. Never heard of it. Given your reputation as a congenital liar, I'm assuming you've just made it up. No, I haven't. I promise as you. some kind of trap. There's no trap there, honestly. I thought that was a really nice idea. It sounds nice. And the man who demonstrates it, if any of your listeners would like to go and have a look, he also follows it up by doing the Ratatouille version of the John Bull. I think, I think it's worth a look. I really do. Anyway, Perhaps we should take this thing on the road and visit these various towns and sample all their delicacies. Oh, I love the deep, yeah. The, do you know what? I t- here's something about you when you say on the road, yeah? Yeah. When I used to tour about 20 years ago, we used to go around in a tour bus um, trying to find um, a restaurant. It used to be a pub place or whatever that actually did mashed potato. And it became really difficult because you can't microwave mashed potato. Yeah? You can. No, I promise you, you can't to a satisfactory level. The starch separates from the potato. It's, you know, like, will you just take my word for it, Andy? That restaurants, a restaurant that serves mashed potato has got a chef in it. Yep. Or at least someone cooking. So we used to find a place, and if it had mashed potato, we'd stop there. And then when, we would, when we'd finished the meal, we'd go out into the car park and we'd let off. We had rockets, you know, firework rockets? Yeah. We, we'd let off one to ten as a rating. Right. Of the mashed potato. And we were somewhere in the Midlands. It was where the great train robbery took place. It might not even be the Midlands, but I know it was near the, where the great train robbery took place. It's near a railway line. Near a railway line, yeah, that's all I'm saying. And um, we let off a 10, the most beautiful mashed potato wow. we'd ever have. But, sadly, it led to our arrest. Well, you know. So it could, that's a yin and the yang of that, isn't it? downs, isn't it? Yeah, beautiful potato, beautiful celebration. How did you find out it had mashed potato? Would you, like, stop somewhere, go in and ask? Well, you see, this is before the internet. Exactly. Before the internet, but we had a tour manager. Ah, someone who would go ahead No, the no one before. didn't go ahead. Do you know what, Andy? You've asked me a very good question. I wonder what he did. I wonder if he... I, did we stop at a pub? Did we have mobile phones 20 years ago? Uh, just about. It might have been mobile phones. Maybe he used to stop and phone up. You'd have had one of them big ones with the pull-out aerials. Yeah, but this, you know, that's so that was that was an interesting day. I'm just in terms of highs and lows. If anyone there out there's experience a low at the moment, there could be a high just round the corner. And if they're experiencing a high, you know, enjoy it whilst you can, because you could be arrested. Did the um, the local residents 
sort of know what the fireworks were about. No, and I, I presume that's why the police were called and our right. tour, tour bus was stopped. Yeah, if they'd been alerted and said, Vic and Bob are in town, what? you might hear some fireworks. Don't be alarmed. It's just a mashed potato rating system they've got. Yeah. Well, I think what you're thinking is, is something like what the water board would do, which they'd, they'd put a letter through everyone in an airboard and saying, this, this following Thursday, yeah. Vic and Bob will be testing my potatoes at the, at the whatever, the Rose and Crown. Should you hear yep. any loud bangs, that could be up to 10. Yep. Don't panic, it's just the, uh, their rating system. If you do hear up to 10, take this as a good sign and congregate towards yeah. where the sound source is. Uh, yeah. Good potatoes be there. If you're a potato lover. Yeah. So, well, yeah, that, if we, we should have done it that way, only we didn't, you know, because I haven't got any staff. I mean, it sounds as if, I mean, obviously, you, um, your TV career is pretty much finished now. Yeah. Yourself and Vic. Yeah. But maybe doing something like this could get you back on the big screen. What, telling these stories? Go, no, just going around doing the potato thing, but like in a modern style. I would, if I was, I'd say, thank you for caring and seeing an opportunity there. I think, <laughs> I think that mm. uh, maybe I'd like to do it for a syrup pudding. You know I what, like... can I just say something? Yeah. I was only kidding, I think it would be shit. <laughs> oh, well. Now, you tweeted a picture this morning of Crimson Dean. Yes. Crimson Dean. Dean. Crimson Dean. Satan Carew. Yeah. And just by chance, call it serendipity if you want, see that caravan site um, is where I went for my first holiday. Right. Without my parents. Oh. Um, it's like uh, mobile homes. Yeah. Plus a campsite. Yeah. And right on the coast. Right on the coast. A rather beautiful bit of coast, really. It is. They, they filmed the Likely Lads film there, you know, at Crimson Day. They did. That's true. They, and uh, anyway, we stayed there, and they had, they had like a little cabaret room and everything. Yep. And an, an older married woman. I'm only I'm only fourteen. Something thirteen. What are you doing going older by yourself? Age thirteen. What you wouldn't have liked to have. I'd love to have, but I wouldn't have got away with it. Well, because you had to clean. Were the you floors. by yourself? No, there was about six of us in one of them caravans. Um, there'd been a fire at the campsite, and the heat was intense. That's your joke, isn't it? That's my joke, yeah. You've got it in right at the end. So it hasn't landed. But anyway, the point being that a married woman uh, sexually assaulted me. It was my first experience of that, of that sort of shenanigans. Right. Never been so scared in my life. She probably wasn't that old, but to me she seemed like 50. Right. Tried to try to tried to take my. I'd, I'd not sure that we you, anybody wants you to go into any detail okay. about this. Okay. Is this where your fear of fat losses comes from? I don't fear them. I celebrate them. My so, in fact, I'm doing a song at the end to, uh, this show tonight, which is a celebration of of the big girls. Well, could you do that now? Because I've pretty much had enough. Oh, you had this enough. Week. Yeah. All right. Well, I thought that um, I would like to sing a song, and then I would like to sing a sort of tribute to. The big girls, the fat lasses, that we often mention on here. I call them love puddles, yeah? Right. Because, you know, there's often just a, like a put if when they sit on a bed, it's a bit like a head with a puddle. A puddle of sweat. Puddle, well, a puddle of flesh. So I'll sing, and it's a tribute to them and what they bring to us. So um, here we go. Love puddles, the clouds of love, the puffball mushrooms from heaven above. 
Floating harbours of porcelain hue, the boudoir angels will comfort you. There, waiting, flowing free, undulating constantly. Love puddles the clouds of love. The puffball mushrooms from heaven above. This has been Athletic or Mince, and I would like to apologise for the song that Bob just did. Um, please tune in again next week. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.